Welcome to Design Lessons, the podcast where we design our teaching days to be fulfilling for us and irresistible to our students. I'm Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore, and instructional design is my superpower. Each episode, we will take actionable steps to create great teaching days. We'll focus on mindset, real-world opportunities, and critical and creative thinking for us and our students. So, whether you're on your commute to school, walking your dog, or doing the dishes, let's start designing. Hey, designers. During Season 3 of Design Lessons, you learned how to use the leader mindset to alleviate a challenge that you had. And if you didn't get a chance to participate, no worries. You can download the Project U 30-Day Action Planner, and I'll walk you through your own project. Of course, you can find that at michelleschmidtmore.com. It's also linked in the show notes. But I really want to welcome you into season four of Design Lessons. Our keyword for this season is action. Taking action is key to creating a life that you love to wake up to. In fact, my mantra in this season of my life is action equals joy. When I find myself procrastinating on a task or on a conversation, this helps me remind myself that generally, once I take an action, instead of just thinking about it, I feel really good. I feel joy. So during our talk today, we're going to create some solutions that are going to help us limit our procrastination. Now raise your hand if you have ever procrastinated. Now I'm imagining that your hand is up. At some point in our lives, we have procrastinated a task. I know I have, and I bet you have too. Now think back over this week or the last month. When have you procrastinated doing something that you felt like you should do? Maybe it's even been something that you've wanted to do. For me, procrastination was a habit that actually brought me a lot of pain and anxiety when I was in high school. The anxiety that was caused by procrastinated would build and build, and I would just feel awful. And looking back, it's hard for me really to pinpoint what had me turning in almost every assignment late. And that was back when teachers deducted a lot of points for late work. So on top of this procrastination, there was also like a real life penalty. But over the years, I don't really have deadline procrastination anymore. I meet my deadlines. I've learned that starting a project can keep that anxiety at bay and can also keep that project from seeming bigger than it is. So I've learned something along the way. But what I've come to realize is that procrastination is a form of fear. To stop procrastinating, we must first identify the root of that fear. Now think about that for a moment. What are you fearful of that is making you put off a task or a conversation? Perhaps it's a fear of rejection. Perhaps it's a fear of conflict. It could be many things. You have to figure out what that is for you. That work is important, right? Realizing what you are fearful of. 
Now, you might be asking yourself, but what are some concrete strategies? Because we always deal in concrete strategies here, right? What are some concrete strategies beyond identifying what I'm fearful of that can get me moving on a task? Well, I've got two solutions for you. Here are two other forms of procrastination and their solutions that maybe are going to resonate with you too. Number one, imagined obstacles. Imagined obstacles are when you see a task as only being a linear one, right? You're saying to yourself, I must do A before I can do B. You can find yourself in a linear stopgap, unable to move forward unless you complete this one task. And that one task gets bigger and bigger and becomes really much bigger than it is and creates a bottleneck to your progress. You're saying to yourself, well, I must complete one task and then the other. This is a linear stopgap of your own making. So what's the solution? Well, instead of making a list of tasks that need to be accomplished, create a web. This visual representation reminds your brain that tasks do not have to be done one after the other. If you're looking to prioritize a task, move it more toward the center of your web. Taking action creates momentum which in turn creates progress, which in turn leads to satisfaction, which in turn leads to, you guessed it, joy. Yes, action equals joy, right? That's our new mantra. So let's look at another form of procrastination, and I'm going to call that one, number two, stage fright. So whether you're giving a speech or a presentation, or maybe you're just meeting someone new, you might find yourself with a little bit of stage fright, something that's holding you back. Now, although I do a lot of public speaking, I still have a little bit of stage fright. I'm definitely nervous for days before any speaking engagement. I go over in my head all that I might say. I practice in the mirror in the bathroom and also on my drive to work. And if I'm honest, this nervousness is actually kind of helpful, right? In that I am always well prepared. But it does me a disservice of distracting me from the rest of my life, right? From truly being present in those days before the speaking engagement. Now, perhaps you've experienced this too when you found yourself in a new situation or when you found yourself needing to meet new people. So what is the solution? The solution is taking action. How many times have you had stage fright and been in a novel situation, but the actual experience is actually pleasant and exhilarating even, right? Once you've already taken the action, once you're in the midst of talking to the person that maybe you were hesitant to talk to, it feels good. And that's the magic. Once you start, once you take action, you're in the flow of the conversation, whether that's with one person or with 500 people, and it feels good. The trick is to remember that feeling. Capture that moment of exhilaration and excitement in your mind and memories, 
and then revisit it when you find yourself with stage fright. Remind your brain that you are not embarking on a dangerous situation. Remind your brain that it's exciting. It's actually even exhilarating to try this new thing. It is in remembering this moment of action that your resistance will melt away. You're in it and you feel that joy. And that's the real takeaway here. Remember, action equals joy. So before we go, my friends, I want to remind you that if you have absolutely loved our investigation that we did into the leader mindset, if you're wanting to sort of grow a mindset that's going to propel you toward action, I'm offering an intro course in the leader mindset, and it's called Project U, Design Thinking for a Better Life. It's sort of similar to what we've been doing here on the podcast, but it also includes community and feedback and help from me to you personally. Now, I've collaborated with poppd.co to bring you this course. It's a new platform to explore professional learning for educators by educators. So go to poppd.co and go ahead and look for the Project U Designing Thinking for a Better Life course. I'll also link to it in the show notes. Now, I have another opportunity for you that I hope you will take me up on. If you are ready to go all in, You're going to be able to design and execute a larger vision for your life that focuses on your health, your relationships, that you're developing a passion project, boosting your creativity, focusing on your career. I want you to join the waitlist for the Life Design Masterclass. I only offer it a few times a year because it's a cohort-based class. Um, It's a live six-week Life Design Masterclass that takes you step-by-step in creating pathways to the life that you love. As part of this live cohort, you're going to uncover your core values and put aside others' expectations right? What do you truly value? What do you truly want? You're going to create your future story, including your ideal work and your ideal passion projects, your health and wellness goals, um, and how you want your relationships to be, right? You're going to develop the identity you need in order to create the future that you envision. You're going to design a detailed pathway with milestones and celebrations to move toward the life that you envision for your future. You're going to get to engage in weekly interactive cohort coaching sessions that will have collaboration and community, but you'll also engage in individual personalized coaching sessions with me that are going to help you to take those steps toward the life that you love. So I hope you'll join me in the Life Design Masterclass. Go ahead and just put your name on the wait list so you'll know when we get started. We're going to get started in just a couple of months, so it'll be here before you know it. Um, And as I said, that only opens up just a few times a year. So put yourself in the wait list, and then you'll know when we start that. And as always, if you found this podcast helpful, please recommend it to a friend, whether that's in person or on social media. And also, please take the time to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I am truly on a mission to help you design and live a life that you love to wake up to. I sincerely appreciate you. And I want to thank you for helping me spread the word. Until next time, designers. 
This is a more creative learning production hosted by Michelle Schmidt-Moore and edited by Christian Schmidt. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.